In Gemini, we experience dual energies as one. We see the details and big picture when it's met with the Sagittarius sun. So stand in your power, see your stories, and rewrite them from within. Connect with others, make new moves, and let curiosity win. Misters, witches, wizards, we are back at it. We're all my freaks and geeks and magical peeps. Holla at your girl. My name is Kitty. You are awesome. Perush. Thanks for being here on these airwaves. I appreciate your time, your energy, your love, your high fives, your good vibes. Changing lives, blue face, changing lives. Welcome back to the Magic is Messy Collective. As we are rocking and rolling into a full moon soon. You get it. Boom shakalaka shaka Khan. But before I dive into what's going on with the cosmos, I just wanted to throw down a couple shout outs because some of you have taken my challenge and you have reached out to me and I'm still throwing down that challenge. Reach out, follow me on socials, get a hold of me, slide into my DMs, do the Spotify question of what did you think about this episode You can sign up for virtual classes. We've got virtual classes now starting with this full moon in Gemini. So you can sign up for those online. Magicismessy.com. But I'm challenging you to reach out. And especially with Gemini. Gemini is all about communication. And we'll get into that here in a minute. But Gemini is about communicating with the collective. So I urge you. I implore you. I challenge you with love and respect, Sister, Mr. Witch Wizard, to reach out. So. I want to throw down some big high fives and rad vibes too. Dritta Dawn, Jess in the Midwest in Michigan, rocking and rolling. We've got Kay Forte, baby. Rozzy in Long Beach, Ya Beach. I've got Cassie and Callie. We just did a tarot session together. It was rad. Jenna the Book, babe. Themis and Thread. Yeah, we also had a full year tarot reading. It was rad as well. Claire with the cool clothes on. I got Brielle. Who else? Let me look at my paper here. Hmm. Samantha Louise. Meg the Mindful Doula. I've got a bunch of people. Thank you. Thank you for reaching out. Thank you for sending your energy. And thank you for putting forth the effort to connect in new ways. I applaud you, sisters. Hey. Hey, girl. Hey. Nice job. So here's my challenge. Reach out. Um, follow me. Join. Do all the things. Let's let's make this collective rockin' and rollin', okay? So speaking of rockin' and rollin', as I told you, we are getting ready for a full moon. Cha-cha-cha. Jazz hands. Can you see those jazz hands? Yeah. Jazz hands. Full moons, per huge, are the peak of the lunar cycle. Yeah. We're at the peak energy. Energetic overload. So if you're feeling some restlessness, you know, that um, that feeling of I got to make shit happen. I got to get shit done, son. If you're feeling this need to do cool stuff, that is what the full moon is all about. It is 
amplification and illumination of elimination. Ebra, ebra, that's what's up. So right now we've got the full moon in Gemini. Gemini is an air sign and it is symbolized by the twins. And when I say twins, I want you to think about chatty, chatty, kitty, boom, baddies. Okay? They talk. They talk. They talk. They talk. And within that talking, they are gaining opinions. They are gaining the differences. They are gaining perspectives. They are gaining all angles. They want to see things from all angles so they can learn and grow. Because they know, they know to learn and grow. That we have to take the opportunity of seeing things from other people's viewpoints. Walking miles in others' moccasins. You know what I mean? You've heard that idiom before? So Sagittarius is our current sun sign. And as always, during a full moon, the sun sign and the moon sign are opposing on the zodiac wheel. When you mix Sagittarius and Gemini, when they are mixing their modalities, Sagittarius being that of fire and Gemini being that of air, when you mix fire and air together, baby boo, what you gonna do? You gonna get a bigger flame. You know what I'm saying? So if you're feeling that fire, if you're feeling that need for action, that God, I gotta do cool stuff, right? That's what this feeling is all about. Think about um, putting a fire under your ass, right? This passion, this determination, this motivated energy is what Sagittarius and Gemini, when they mix together, create space for. So Gemini is all about seeking information in order to explore, experience, and expand. That's what Sagittarius is all about. So we're seeking information in order to experience, expand, and explore, to make room for more. Give me, give me more. Give me more. Little Brittany. Throw down a Brittany for you. Gemini is the shapeshifter of the Zodiac. And I myself am a rising Gemini. So I may be a little biased, boo. It's cool. It's cool. I'm a little biased. But Gemini are able to shift shapes or change their personality. They're able to mold to the people that they're around. And I'm not saying that as a bad thing. What I'm what I mean by that is okay, think about Prince. I always go to Prince when I think of Gemini, right? He had his female, which was named Camille. He had Jamie Starr. He had Christopher Tracy. He had, you know, obviously he had his lower voice Prince from Diamonds and Pearls. He had his higher voice Prince. I mean, think about the songs Adore. I, if you're a Prince fan, you know what I'm saying. Because he had so many different personalities, so many different shapes that he shifted into in order to reinvent himself, in order to be a different version of himself. But he was still himself on the inside. So thinking about Gemini, they really love details. They do the details. They chitty chat kitty cat to all of the peepsicles in order to gain multiple pieces of the puzzle. Yeah? Are you following me here? When they are gaining pieces of the puzzle, they like to gather other people's perspectives, other people's input, so they can see a situation, a problem, something along those lines. They can see a situation for all of the options and possibilities and opportunities of finding the solution to that problem, so to speak. Where Gemini is the small details, right? They gather information. Where information is facts. 
and the details of a subject. Sagittarius is the puzzle. Where Gemini is gathering the pieces of the puzzle, Gemini is the puzzle. They are the big picture. And they like to gain knowledge. Knowledge, which is awareness, understanding, and skill gained from experience. They're all about adventure. They're all about the exploration and the expansion, right? Think about the archer. Think about the centaur shooting that rad arrow into, whoa, into the future. Where Gemini is the bushes, the trees, the birds, and the bees, Sagittarius is the motherfucking forest, right? That's kind of the energies that we're working along with. And if you ask me, I feel like Gemini and Sagittarius are the closest or, you know, like I say, we have zodiac oppositions. For example, Taurus and Scorpio, the one we just got out of, those are opposing signs. You know what I'm saying? Whereas I feel like Gemini and Sagittarius are kind of rocking in the same boat. Yeah. So as I mentioned, where Sag is the puzzle, Gemini are the pieces of that puzzle. And they both like to gain information and knowledge, but just in different ways. So that's what this energy is trying to do for us is provide a space to see a bigger picture and work on the details within it. Alongside of that, Gemini is the communicator. If you think about the twins, as I already mentioned, they talk, 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 back and forth, back and forth. And communication and curiosity are major vibrations when it comes to Gemini. We see the world through our lens, our glasses, our perspective. And all the glasses, right, that we've put on from our past, from our traumas, from our triggers, from our, our what we project, all of that thing. So think about how many glasses you're wearing. If you see the world this way, if you feel that way when someone does this, if you know, like think about all those lenses. But what Gemini knows and what Gemini provides a space for is for you to take off those lenses or try on a different pair of glasses from your friend, from your brother, from your uncle's baby's cousin's daddy's sister right, from other people so that we can realize that no one knows everything and that every person is a piece of the puzzle, right? So if we can open-mindedly talk and communicate, we can put those puzzle pieces together to understand the world better. And that's what Sagittarius is all about, is the big view or the big picture. So that's what we've got going on with Gemini and Sagittarius. Dig it? Holla at your girl. Full moons are always, as is this one, a time for gratitude and celebration of your badassery, baby. But on the flip side, during full moons, to illuminate what desires to be eliminated, we must be willing to release what's getting in the way of who you want to be and where you want to go, don't you know? Full moons are always illuminating things, um, you know, high vibes and low vibes. And we'll get into that here in a moment. But full moons are shining a spotlight, right? Shining that light on how we can more effectively show up for ourselves and serve the world within that version. So the energy of Gemini is bringing to our lives when we have a full moon frequency to play along with it. As I mentioned, this sign is symbolized by the twins. So duality, as I said in the little kitty ditty to begin with, duality, thinking of 
yin and yang, male and female, right? Black and white. If you're thinking about being my baby, it don't matter if you're black or white. So maybe we're viewing a situation or a potential problem from two completely different perspectives. As I also mentioned, the twins symbolize curiosity and communication. So in order to nail down a solution, we pull in the viewpoints, the opinions, the perspectives of other peepsicles in our community. Again, I want to say we're not letting others choose our adventure. We're just allowing all angles and viewpoints to be accounted for. So that's what I mean by pulling in other people's viewpoints. Gemini knows that communication is how we connect. It is how we get vulnerable with our badasses by speaking our authentic truth. Gemini rules the throat chakra. So it's all about speaking your truth, putting your message out there and being vulnerable and loud and proud with who it is that you are, what it is that you want to create and where it is that you are going in this lifetime on our earthly realm. They also know that seeking and speaking our truth, making our message known is a huge part of growth, development and leveling up buttercup. Right, we just got out of Scorpio. Whoa, <laughs> we just got out of Scorpio and the last moon we had was a crazy lunar eclipse, uh, the third one in that series, which means see you later, I'm got to go, Kokomo. So as we dove deep into the dark and dusty and dingy waters of Scorpio, where we may have tripped on some of our shadowy shit, right, right? Now, with that shadowy shit, it's time we get to rewrite it. Because Gemini is an amazing storyteller. And that's another kind of a low vibe. I will get to that here in a moment. When Sag and Gemini mix up in the sky, there's this cosmic energy and a need to do something sweet. To take action. To start that fire and fan your motherfucking flames. We didn't start the fire. And the way to do that is during this full moon, authentically share your story and don't be afraid to shift your shape. And what I mean by that is release old versions of who you used to be to step into what you now are, chickadee. Right? And that's why I love these lunar cycles is because they all build on one another. Okay? Full moons, right? Full moons are always working with two zodiac signs, as I mentioned. And because they're opposing the wheel, we get to swim around in both of those fields. Full moons illuminate the high and the low vibes of each sign that maybe we hold within ourselves. And now we get the opportunity to eliminate some of those things that we no longer want to carry with us into the next lunar cycle, into the next lunar year, so to speak. It's, a, it's absolutely amazing to me. Uh, when, when you reach out, challenge, reach out, say hi, hi, hello there. My name is this and I, I found this podcast here, there, and everywhere. It's absolutely amazing how many peeps reach out to me and say that they're already there. Like, I'm already feeling this. I'm already working on this. And it's, it's, it doesn't surprise me anymore. Let's just say that, right? Serendipity is real. It doesn't surprise me anymore that so many of us are naturally in tune with the motherfucking moon, right? We're feeling the feels already. 
and we're working the deals. We're, we're feeling the feels and doing the deal. And what, and that's honestly what this podcast ear banger awesomeness is all about. These airwaves are meant to be a beginner, easy to follow, palatable, digestible, bite-sized, crunchy, munchy info grab to kind of think and see and, and deal with and simmer in WTF is going on in the cosmos. So you can take that awareness, you can choose an action, and you can create change with that action or not. That's what making a genuine intentional change is, right? So no matter who you is or where you are, you are going to feel these vibes. You are going to change and thrive on these vibes if you decide to plug into them. Because they are naturally occurring or horror. And we can't run away from them. So like I said, when people reach out to me and say, oh my gosh, I'm already working on this. Or I've been feeling a pull to do this. I'm like, yeah, welcome to your moon phase, babes. No problem. Because that is where working with the motherfucking moon can change your GD life. And that's why working with the new and the full moons, working with all of these lunar phases, we hit every zodiac sign every lunar year. So you get a full moon in Gemini and a new moon in Gemini, a full moon in Taurus and a new moon in Taurus, and right? And that is your lunar year. And we can do it all the time. And we can make it work for us rather than against us. A lot of the times when we're not plugging into these moon phases, that's when we're feeling restless. That's when we're feeling like, what is wrong with me? Why am I not making shit happen in my life? Because when you plug into that energy and vibration about of what's naturally occurring around you, that is when you find your flow, yo. That is what the flow symbolizes. So practicing your practice along with the moon phases is where we can make a genuine intentional change. I know that was a little bit of a tangent. Apologies. Sorry, not sorry. Let's get back to the podcast episode. Um, going back to the pros and the cons or the high and the low vibes. Pro, pro or high vibes are what we're working to embody during a full moon. Whereas cons or low vibes are what we are looking to release during a full moon. So as we are sitting in the full moon of Gemini, we can embody open-mindedness. We can embody curiosity, a willingness to be vulnerable and share your experiences and your feels for reals. And the curiosity is coming from a space of a, desi a genuine desire to learn, right? That beginner mindset. When's the last time that you have felt like your world is literally the same thing? Every day, schlep, schlep. And challenge, take it if you want it. If not, ain't no thang, chicken wang. I challenge you to use a beginner mindset in the things you do every day. Put the magic in the mundane. You know what I'm saying? Because that helps us to plug into the creatrix rather than the matrix. The matrix. So that's a challenge is finding something new in the things we already do. And that's what the Gemini vibe really can bring to you. 
the higher vibes of Sagittarius are, as I mentioned, Dora the Explorer. Adventure time. Take the risk, always seeking deeper understanding. And Sagittarius is known for serendipity. Serendipity is the universe's language, the universal way of saying you are on the right path. You are taking the right route. Yeah, go you, Pikachu. Have you ever, have you ever like thrown a wrench in your day? Like, oh, I, I can't run to get coffee here, so I'm going to run and get coffee there. And you just kind of take a chance. Take a chance, take a chance, take a chance on me. Have you ever thrown a wrench in your day just to be gifted with something, someone, uh, a person, an opportunity, a prize, a reward, something cool? That's the universe's way of saying, nice job. Way to stray into a new path. I like, I like what you're doing there. We should probably try that again sometime. So serendipity is the universe's language. It is trying to tell you that you are on the right path. You are, go your own way. Go your own way. And that's what Sagittarius is all about, is paving their own way. Being present to the power of possibility. Dig it? You hear me? You, you holla at your girl? Okay. Some things we may want to release during a full moon because, as I mentioned, we're working with both of the energies of Sagittarius and Gemini, both of the energies on that zodiac wheel as they are opposing. And we are honestly all swimming in the vibrations of the moon and the sun at all times. Okay? So you might want to look at and turn the mirror on yourself. The cons are a, a really good opportunity to hold the mirror up to your face. Just like we were kind of doing in Scorpio, like we were kind of doing in the, the other episodes. If you missed those, please feel free to go back and do some of those rituals, do some of those journal prompts. They, they don't suck, right? They may be a little mucky, yucky, fucky, but they don't suck, yeah? So the releasing, the, the lower vibes of Gemini are that when we hear other people's perspectives or we're questioned, when we hear the opinions of others, we get defensive like, that's not right. Or, I don't believe in that. Or, this need to always look good. Like, this insecure, this deep ingrained insecurity. So, if you've got that going on, check it out, Donkey Kong. Turn the mirror on yourself, like I said. The Gemini vibes could also be gossipy. Because they don't talk about big ideas. They don't talk about big things. Because they're not doing shit. They're not doing anything with themselves. They are on the low vibe. So, they are just gossiping and, you know... um, Bringing the low vibe to everyone else. Misery loves company type of a vibe, right? Get rid of that. That shit. Self-hating intertook. Also, Geminis are known to, in the lower vibe, hold on to outdated and oppressive stories. As I mentioned, they're really good storytellers. What stories are you telling yourself about your past and your identity? As a shapeshifter, Gemini has the opportunity and the possibility and the power the power to change their story and rewrite it from within, right? So that's what I mean by shifting your shape, taking old versions of yourself. If you used to be a victim, if you play the victim, that, that um, oh, poor me, no one likes what I have, no one likes me, <laughs> rewrite that into I am strong, I am powerful, and I'm going to do my deal. I'm going to show up and be my authentic, vibrant self. 
and change that story, right? Are you uh, a nurturer, right? You have a nurturing story, but on the low vibe, you need to nurture everyone or you have the please disease in order to feel needed and loved and seen and acknowledged. Instead, you can turn that story and rewrite it into I nurture myself first so therefore I can serve the world and nurture others from a place of wholeness and fullness and badassery baby. That's what I'm trying to say with holding on to outdated and oppressive, nasty, nasty boys. Those kind of stories that don't aid you. They actually hinder who you are. Yeah? The Sagittarius low vibes can be arrogant AF. Like, I'm better than you. I know more than you. I'm always right. And I need to look good. That's why I feel like Gemini and Sagittarius kind of have the same vibes on their lower vibration. They're always trying to look good and be right. Because they're trying to gather information, but they always want people to think that they already know the answer. So as I mentioned, hold up that mirror to yourself. Challenge. Hold up that mirror to yourself. What high vibes of Gemini and Sagittarius do you want to pull more of into your life? And what lower vibrations are you looking to release out of your life? So those are kind of the vibrations that we're swimming in, right? The fire starter, the the air and the fire together, Sagittarius and Gemini. We are gathering information, looking at perspectives together, pieces of the puzzle to then move forward into a bigger picture. We are rewriting who we are, what we used to be so we can shift shapes and therefore go on bigger adventures and expand and explore a hell of a lot more. Yas, yas, queen, yas. So as always, if you wanted to plug in to these energies, let's start with your altar. And of course, use your intuition, boo. Always do you. When it comes to your altar, that is a personal extension of your practice. It is a way to honor yourself, your deities, your gods, your goddesses, your ancestors, your environment. It is a way to honor all of you. And then some. So, you know, always take what you need and leave the rest. But here's a couple ideas if you wanted to honor the energy of Gemini during this full moon. As I mentioned already, the idea of duality, maybe a white candle and a black candle. And if you already listened to the Scorpio and the, the, the Maven episodes that just came out, you might already have a shadow work candle and a light work candle, right? For those balance rituals that we already discussed. If not, please go back. Those are cool rituals to do, be do, be do. But maybe a white candle and a black candle would work for you. Pairs of things that symbolize the twin energy. Maybe two bookends or uh, I always have two necklaces. One is a labradorite and one is a moonstone. The dark and the light of, you know, virtually the same crystal. Whereas moonstone is a really good one for Gemini anyway. So maybe uh, some gold jewelry. The colors of yellow, gold, multicolor, rainbows. Think of um, all of these energies. Think of the prism, right? The multifaceted diamond. That's kind of what Gemini is. A Herkimer diamond would also be great on your altar. Uh, some other gems that you might want to use are agate. That's a really good one for telling the truth to yourself and others. Authentically, vibrantly, genuinely telling your truth, speaking your message, and getting it out there. Out loud. Shout it out loud. Agate is also really good for enhancing mental function, which is kind of nice because Gemini can be known to be a little scatterbrained, kind of a monkey mind, so to speak. They're here, they're here, they're everywhere. 
So kind of reeling that back in and working on the concentration and the analytical ability is really good with agate. Chrysocolla is a good one for Gemini. It aids in communication as you are communicating to the world and yourself. It aids in communication with love and harmony and also helps with self-awareness, which is amazing if you are rewriting your stories. Quartz is another good one for Gemini. It's all about balance. As we mentioned, balance, the white, the black, the yin, the yang. Clarity. And quartz is just a way to magnify your energy to do all the things. Yeah, put a quartz in my pocket and give me a smack on the ass. Let's do the deal. For real. Sagittarius, crystal witches out there, holla at your girl. Turquoise is a good one. Uh, it's good for protection during travel, as Sagittarius is the adventure, the exploradora. Protection during travel, as well as good fortune in all of your endeavors. Red Jasper is a good one for stability, security, and groundedness, as well as adventurine, which enhances creativity in achieving your goals and gives you confidence and courage in which to do so as well, right? Think about that arrow. Think about the big picture. That's what we're working on. If you wanted to diffuse some scents, you might want to choose citrus, some grapefruit, lemon, lime, orange, apple, or lemongrass during this Gemini full moon. Maybe putting some star anise, dill, or basil on your altar would be great. Or the plants could be lavender, dried is fine as well, lavender, fern, and lily of the valley. Some foods. I don't usually do foods, but I kind of wanted to throw some foods down. Now, Gemini being the first air sign of the zodiac is Air is all about our words. It's all about our thought processes. It is all like, think of the swords in the tarot. And speaking of tarot, you can put the lovers that symbolize Gemini and temperance that symbolize Sagittarius. But back to brain. So some brain foods that you can utilize to kind of calm your brain to get shit done, honey bun, would be turmeric, salmon, some great omegas in that one, eggs, mango, or to ground yourself instead of being so flighty, flighty, monkey mindy, you can bring that groundedness into your body with root vegetables. Some sweet potato, some yam, kind of same thing if you want to say that. Some jicama, that kind of a thing, right? Root veggies for the win. Yeah? Dig it. I think that's all I got for your altar. All right. All right, all right. So some ways to plug in immediately into these full moon jams. We can do a release cleansing bath. And I, I love doing a bath. I know a lot of you do a bath. I actually had someone, I think it was Jess in uh, Michigan or something, that got a hold of me and was like, I listened to you at like 2.30 or 4.30 a.m. because you're part of my ritual and I was taking a bath. And I was like, hey, you know what? I am proud and honored to be a part of your practice. So whenever you want to take this bath, what, a, what would be a good idea is to listen to Listen to your favorite podcast. Maybe it's this one. I'm just saying. Listen to it while you're taking your release bath so you can think about all the things that you want to release and shed while you're in that water, right? Allow your old stories, allow your old versions, your old shapes, so to speak, to be washed away by that water. Clean and clear down the drain, never to be seen again. Or whatever incantation that you like or not, but words are spells and Gemini being that of an air sign is all about words and our message that we're saying to ourself and the universe. Another one that you can do would be moon water. This is just a reminder to get some moon water out there. Moon water with the intentions of motivation, 
of opening paths to communication. Gemini, as I mentioned, rules the throat chakra. Maybe you want to throw uh, some sodalite in that uh, wata or some tiger's eye for courage and creativity. Throw some crystals in there as well. Maybe you want to throw a quartz so it magnifies all of your intentions as it is to help you do all the things, chicken wings. Another one that you might want to do is a shoulder massage. Go get a shoulder massage. Yeah. Uh, being that Gemini rules duality, it rules the dual parts of our body as well. Think about we have two arms. We have two hands. We have two shoulders. Head, shoulders, knees and toes, knees and toes. We have two lungs. So maybe lotioning up your arms and hands, giving yourself a nice little hand massage, getting a shoulder massage, or with your lungs, doing some really intentional breath work would also be fan-freaking-tastic. Gemini, being that it's words, is a really good sign for divination. So you can do a tarot reading, do a tarot spread. If you want to get a hold of me, I have a couple for you, right? Get at me, magicismessy.com. Or you can book one with me, winkity wink, booking tarot. That's always a possibility as well. Let's do a reading. Let's see where you're going, what you're doing, what's getting in your way, and some action steps to pave where you are going next. Some scrying work could be good for divination. Maybe if you're working with a pendulum, that might be super sweet as well. Another reminder to cleanse your tools. Don't be fools. Cleanse your tools. Put them in the moonlight. Soak it up. Soak it up. Soak it up, buttercup. Another one might be a bay leaf release, right? Bay leaves are really good for protection and wisdom and purification. And they are meant to ward off negative energy as well as attract positive energy. So if we're looking at this shape or this belief, this old loop that we are ready to shed, right? We're ready to shift this shape. Write that on the bay leaf, whatever that may be. Write that on the bay leaf. And to symbolize air with Gemini, we are going to smoke. Or to symbolize Sagittarius being the sun sign, we are going to light that bay leaf on fire. And that fire is going to create smoke and ash, which is then going to symbolize the air sign of Gemini. So doing a bay leaf release by burning it is going to connect you to both fire of Sagittarius and air of Gemini. So those are some things as well. You might want to do the um, rewrite your story, right? Turn your poor me into ooh-wee type of an idea. What did you used to be? And that kind of leads into our, our next ritual. We got a couple big rituals for you. Write a letter to your past self. The old versions, the old shapes, the calling out the old stories that you used to tell, right? calling out who you used to be and write a letter to that person with the knowledge and perspective you have now. Ooh, mm, let that sink in for the win. What would you say to your former self? How did your story change? And as with all full moons, take a moment to celebrate what you accomplished, what you created, what you made happen, right? Gratitude for what that version taught you and giving gratitude for what you have become from learning the lessons that that old shape created. 
Mm, how does that feel for real? Right? Another incantation, if you wanted to say this, and you can burn that letter as well, right? Using the vibrations of the fire and air and smoke as you, as I already mentioned in the earlier ritual. You can't change the past. It always remains. Yet changing the way you feel can rewire the brain. So that's a little incantation that you can say or use always, 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 witches and wizards, take what you need and leave the rest. The last amazing, I love this ritual so freaking much. The last ritual I have for you, and I know I've mentioned this on other podcasts, and I actually, um, Casey is a teacher in Fresno, and she uses these acronyms in her classes and says that they make a really big deal, right? And this one is one of my absolute favorites. It's called POP. Mm-hmm, POP. Because negativity is natural, especially in the world that we are swimming in currently. Negativity is natural, so it is up to us to be positive on purpose. And Gemini always asks the question, what is the best that can happen? Right? It's like flexing a muscle in your brain. Just like you have to do biceps or you have to work on your abs, boo. Mm, look at them abs. It is flexing a muscle of being positive on purpose. Finding the silver lining and the good in every situation. It is not easy, but it is absolutely worth it. And the more that you do it, the more your brain is going to find the positive and the better your outlook on life and your perspective is going to be chickadee. I speak from experience on that. So the pop ritual would be a good one to start integrating into your life from now on until forever and ever and ever. So... That's really what I've got for you, sisters, misters, witches, wizards. Again, I want to challenge you to reach out. It is the time of curiosity. It is the time of communication. It is the time of bringing your collective together. So leave a review. You can answer the question on Spotify of what did you think about this question or what did you think about this episode? I love reading those and publishing those so other people can see what you thought of this episode. Thank you so much. It helps us to reach a lot more awesome witches and wizards that are on their own personal practice that are looking for a little bit more magic in their lives as well. You can write me a message. You can get a hold of me on Instagram at magic is messy on all the socials. Don't you know? You can join the full moon Zoom boom. For every full moon, I'm going to have a virtual kind of a, a sister circle release ceremony type of a thing where we just get together and, and share and talk and support because I know a lot of us are seeking a coven, seeking a collective, seeking a community. And the best way I know how to do that is by creating a space for that community to thrive right? Being a rising Gemini, I love to talk. I love to communicate. I love to gain other people's perspectives and fit them into the piece of the bigger puzzle. So you can sign up for that on magicismessy.com, live events, all that jazz, boom shakalaka shaka khan. Can't wait for that. It's coming up soon. So get in on that full moon zoom boom. And I look forward to connecting. I look forward to meeting. I look forward to interacting back and forth with your energies. Thank you so much for supporting, subscribing, sharing. Thank you for sending this. I know a lot of you say I send this to everyone I know and I hope that they listen to it and grow. That really makes my heart burst into a million bajillion fulfilling pieces because this is my heart space. So thank you for being here. Thank you for exchanging energy and thank you for being a part of the magic is messy awesomeness. 
I look forward to speaking with you again for the next new moon. But until then, don't forget to make a genuine intentional change and step into your power.